welcome to In the Growth Space. I am your host, David McGlennon, and we have a very special episode for you today. You know, I've been looking for ways to add more value to you, and one of the ideas that I had, well, okay, credit where credit is due. Actually, it came from my podcast team, so thank you, Molly. <laughs> but the idea was to have a conversation with some other business owners and leaders, um, just like we're sitting around in a coffee shop, simply chatting and, and sharing with each other. So that's exactly what we did for this episode. So what I did is I pulled together a group of some of my colleagues to discuss our own personal growth. I, I really tried to make it as, as much as possible like we were sitting around just discussing these topics of, of really keeping ourselves in our own growth space. I think you're really going to enjoy this episode. Uh, I'm, I'm calling it Convos with Coaches because these colleagues are, are all executive coaches. Um, but before we get into that, let me go ahead and introduce our guests. So what results does your business get when you have an advisor with 30 years of strategic experience as a CPA in corporate finance, plus a heart for adding value and inspiring growth in people? You get somebody who transforms results by helping you become the organization that can overcome your biggest challenges and make your desired outcomes a reality. Years of leading teams to shape and, and execute growth strategies within a multi-billion dollar company taught Jan DeGallier that if you want to maximize success, you need to create cultures of clarity, efficiency, and collaboration. And today, Jan coaches and trains business leaders and their teams in her unique and exclusive practice using solutions that create synergies and, and drive optimal results across their strategic plan and across their people and across their, their processes. And so you're going to get to hear from Jan today. She's an amazing coach and uh, a wonderful friend as well. Then next up is my good friend and collaboration partner, Andy Hall. Some of you who came to the summit met Andy, and he's also been here on other episodes with me as well. And quite frankly, Andy is one of the best coaches I know. He's a coach to a number of the United Nations employees all across the globe. He navigates time zones like I don't know how. <laughs> he's also held several senior leadership roles back in his corporate days. And he lived here in the U.S. for a few years, and, and I can attest personally that even though he's a Brit, he can drive on the right side of the road. <laughs> uh, and as that I should have a little caveat there, and that is as long as there's traffic around to give him a frame of reference. <laughs> oh, he's a great, great friend, and, and, and I love hearing from him, and you're going to love hearing from him today as well. Now, our third guest is no stranger to this podcast or to my community. It's Regina Bryan. And Regina uh, came to my summit as well. Uh, she spoke and, and got got just great, great reviews, rave reviews. And um, she's not only an emotional intelligence expert, but she is coaching executive leaders at the highest level. She has a program called the EQ Project, and, and it helps leaders to grow not only in their emotional intelligence, but also um, helps them to understand and, and communicate better by understanding their, their unique communication style. 
And we really have a great conversation here today around just keeping ourselves growing and leveling up in our lives and, and leveling up in our businesses. And we actually end this episode a bit uniquely from the rest of our podcast episodes. So make sure that you pay attention to that. So let's go ahead and get into this conversation now. Well, hey guys, um, welcome to the podcast. Um, this is going to be fun. Uh, it's something new that I, I've, I've only tried once and, um, I can't imagine uh, anybody else that I would rather have this this conversation with uh, than you three because uh, we uh, we're all kind of you know in similar places and and uh, uh, working towards goals and working towards working through challenges and I just thought it would be kind of cool to almost kind of metaphorically sit down around the, uh, the, the virtual coffee table and just kind of hang out for a little bit and, and share some of those, you know, some of those goals, those struggles, those challenges and, and see where it goes. Um, and, and hopefully the audience will, uh, will get a kick out of it. <laughs> so let's, let's do this. Um, let's, let's just maybe start with, you know, what's a, what's a, what's a goal that you guys have been working on this year that, that maybe, you know, maybe it's a big goal, maybe it's a little goal, um, but something that's been, you know, really challenging you guys. I don't care who starts. We'll just, we'll just go dive in. <laughs> I can jump in. <clears throat> go for it, Jan. Sure. Sure. So, um, I'm, I'm probably in the earlier stages of, of my business development. And so one of the things that I've really been trying to focus on initially, it's kind of like casting a little bit wider net in terms of building business and now moving forward, trying to kind of narrow that down. And, and so, um, so I'm really trying to focus on building business that is uh, like a recurring, building that recurring revenue model under yeah, sure. my business. And mm -hmm. so just trying to come up with ideas and, and uh, actually execute those ideas has been probably the, the bigger challenges that I've been working on right now. And so, mm -hmm. um, so that's, that's really something that I feel as I am positioning myself this year yeah. for future growth that I need to really build into, into how I'm doing things in my business. Yeah, that's really cool because I think that recurring revenue model, um, I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a popular one and it's it's important, right? I mean, I know there's a lot of even like you know IT companies that you know software as a service is a is a great example where it's a subscription and you know you look at Netflix and things like that. And um, what's your what what's your model look like right now? Do you have any ideas what you're what you're executing on? Because I know for one thing I know about you, Jan, is you execute really well. I mean, you you really are are good at that. Yeah, thank you, thank you. So my my one of my bigger focuses this year is um, in addition to just coaching group and one on one, building in some online courses. Mm, and so yeah. I did I. I had one of my goals last year to launch an online course and I squeaked it out right at the end of the year. <laughs> I love it. Love it. And, but now I need to, I need to do something um, to, to grow that and, and, yeah. and actually try to now incorporate more community connection mm. between um, people involved in, in my online course. So that's, that's yeah. one of my big focus areas to, to now 
once I've launched it, how do I continue to build a recurring revenue model with that? Sure. So maybe some type of continuity program that connects with the online course. So that's yeah, yeah. a big thing for me right now. Oh, I love it, Jim. That's great. That's a great one. I mean, and it's a, it's one I know that uh, probably a lot of us are, are, are working towards as well. Regina, what about you? Uh, I love what you just said, Jan. And I think that's a little bit longer term goal for me because I love that. We have to be able to leverage our time a little better. Um, in the short term for me, I think it's groups. I love doing uh, coaching one-on-one and I added a couple of new clients um, this past month. And I'm like, I would love to add more clients. And I get in my own head a little bit about the time for that, you know, mm -hmm. because I still, yeah. my favorite thing is, of course, connecting it with groups, speaking to groups, um, virtual and online. And I don't want that to disappear. And then I yeah. find that, okay, if I add another coaching client, what does that look like in terms of time? And if they have to reschedule or I have to reschedule, and I don't want to sabotage my own self, which is for me, one of the challenges is getting in my own head and, and sabotaging myself um, because of my own limiting beliefs. So yeah. the goal would be groups, coaching groups. And so that's the big goal that I'm working on right now. Oh, gosh, I love that, Regina. Yeah. yeah. Leveraging our time, I think, is something that I think every coach is yeah. is really looking towards. I I can say the exact same thing for myself that, you know, that, that time return on investment of time is, is really important. Um, so, yeah, so it, well, and, and are you, are you converting some of your um, emotional intelligence work to groups? Because I know that you do a lot of work with, you know, the emotional, the EEQ and. Yeah. So um, I did a, I did a coaching group last year with EQ and DISC. And don't you love that first group that you do for the first time when you aren't really exactly sure how things are going to go? Oh, yeah. And that was the experience last year for, for me, even though I think that they got something out of it. I certainly got a lot out of it. Um, so I definitely am using some EQ, whether you're a member of the EQ teaching team or your people that are involved, maybe you've taken an assessment. I put some of those people in a group last year and I would love to continue to, to do more work with the EQ coaching groups. It was, it was a very valuable experience, even that first group. So I'm looking forward to the second and third group being even better. Uh, so I think between the EQ coaching group, David, and something else around um, conversations and conflict, because my one-on-one -on -one clients right now are dealing a lot in that space. There's a lot of struggle about navigating some of the hard, challenging yeah. conversations. And so I'd love to put together some groups with emotional intelligence and some groups yeah. around how to tackle conflict. Boy, that's a big one. And yeah. I know that you brought a, a session to the, the Inner Circle Summit, you know, around that whole topic. And and I, I know yeah. looking at the survey results, everybody was just like <laughs> loving it, man. It was really highly rated. So I think, I think you're onto something there. Uh, yeah. Thanks, David. That was a highlight for me being a speaker at your Inner Circle Summit uh, last December. That was a highlight. I got to touch on your right. I brought a little piece of the rules of engagement. And so in the short term, having that as a group coaching is a, is a short term goal. So I'm looking forward to doing some work with that this spring. That's awesome. By the way, have you guys seen, I don't know if I, if I sent to you the link for oh, the, the, the summit video. Did you yeah. guys see it? Oh, it's awesome. Did you see it, Jan? Oh, good. I did not. I'll send it. I haven't watched it yet. It's really cool. Um, 
my my uh, my future son-in-law did the video, and he it, he just uh, I'm super proud of him and super. Oh, proud what a great him. guy! I enjoyed yeah. meeting him. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's go let's go around the horn here. So, Andy, I know that you uh, have been working on some big goals, and mm. um, one in particular that I know that I've been helping you with, which has been kind of cool. Uh, so, speaking of, I know Regina talking about you know something you've done for the first time. Yeah. I mean, you're doing some things for the first time, right? Yeah, and so your your question made me look back and then, then help me probably to look forward. But looking back, um, a goal of last year was to was to find one significant new client, mm -hmm. um, and and the and I guess the intention started out for that for like for most of us at the beginning of the year. Um, but it's but the the real work behind it started out with a conversation with the with the with what turned out to be the sponsor of the new client all the way back in April. Yeah. Um, and if I remember back to those early conversations, it probably almost felt like, you know, the conversations were just going round and round in circles and I wasn't really meeting the brief or I wasn't quite connecting with the client in the way that I wanted. And then as, you know, Jan and Regina both speak into, you start to get inside your own head and it's like, am I good enough? Am I the right person? Mm -hmm. Um, but really, it was probably a, a characteristic that we that we've all learned, um, you know, in, over many years in the circles that that we've we've hung out together, and that was just continuing to, I think, a be persistent, yeah. um, persistent versus versus being patient, and for you all know me pretty well, that's a challenge Ooh. for me. But persistence versus <laughs> no. and patience. <laughs> <laughs> and and hanging andy, in andy and i just spent two weeks together and you know andy in traffic is not <laughs> i know i'm telling on you here buddy <laughs> not only is he a brit you know driving on the wrong side of the road <laughs> you're still there you're still in one piece and you're it's, safe, it's true you're... <laughs> yeah there was no harm no foul it was all good. david you're alive and well andy says so <laughs> exactly I, uh, all in one piece <laughs> I don't know. Your hair might be a different color, David. That's true. That's true. It's a little shorter. He decided not to put his glasses on in the car so he couldn't see what was going Exactly. Good advice. He was, I'd rather just not see what's coming at me. Exactly. See, no That's way. so true. David saw all the evidence of all the stuff I've been sharing with you all for many, many years about my high level of impatience. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Oh, great. After a while, you forget you're around your friend, right? You just become normal. You don't feel like you've got to put on any impressions anymore and behave right. in the way that you should. Oh, <laughs> oh, I love so, that. David, I love can you that. edit that piece out of this one? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. My podcast team is not going to edit that out. <laughs> uh, well, you know, it's, it's interesting. You guys, a couple of you guys talked about this, and, and I think it's something interesting that, um, maybe we should talk about because it's, you know, G Regina called it getting out of your own head and, you know, limiting beliefs. And, you know, I think we all have those. And I know that especially, you know, I I've worked with a lot with emerging and advancing leaders and the whole idea of imposter syndrome comes up over and over and over again. And, you know, the one thing that I always tell them too, is that I, you know, like, I hate to tell you this, but it doesn't go away. You know, right. it just kind of, you know, you kind of get to a different place with it and you learn to either diminish that voice inside of you 
or, or, or move on despite that voice. And so I'm kind of curious just from you guys' perspective, like, how do you, how do you guys practically do that? Um, I mean, I can, I, I can tell you some of the things that I've done, but uh, I'm just kind of curious what you guys, how, how do you guys manage that, that those limiting beliefs or, or just, you know, pursuing a, a goal that, you know, you, you know, that, you know, maybe I'm, you know, I'm not the person yet who I need to be. If I could briefly speak into that, because, you know, you, yeah. you, you might not be aware of this, although I think I said it a couple of times last week um, about the role that you played in this, because, you know, this was this, this new client, you know, we, we delivered for, so for people listening on the podcast, we delivered for this new client for the first time, um, two day workshop in the room. Um, and to say that we prepared was an understatement because yeah. we prepared for sure. Um but then you know you're you know you're waiting <laughs> you're waiting to start what it is that you're starting and you know if you use the example of last week you know I'm running around like crazy to make sure the room's set up and you know ten minutes before we're supposed to start you know I'm dripping wet you know with <laughs> you know we're in we're in South Florida right so it was pretty warm right. yeah um, and it, and it was David so my point is you know about we talk often about you know who you're surrounded by you know who's in your inner circle who are the people that are going to look after you um when imposter syndrome strikes um and not only did you david give me the reassurance to be able to to go and do what it was i was doing and playing my part in that you said something really key in the first break hmm. and the and that 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 key line that you shared with me was this is not about getting through the content for the audience yeah. we've got a truckload of content they don't know what it is that we're about to present with them what it's about is giving them the best experience possible and the best learning environment and learning opportunity possible. Yeah. So, you know, 90 minutes into a two day delivery, it was that that just changed my mindset from, mm. Oh my gosh, you know, we've got to be, you've got to be the best version of what it is we've got to be. And of course we wanted to, sure. um, but it was about, you know, we've created all this content. It was about, they've got to make sure they have it and we've got to make sure we get it on time. And, the point here was, you know, you, you know, you as my wingman in that case was the person that just calmed me down. Um, so I do think for me often it's about if I'm stuck and I'm getting in my own way, it's who can I reach out to and who can I ask for for support? Because it's just about, for me, it was just, it was about borrowing somebody else's belief. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, thank you, my friend. That was, that's really cool. Yeah, I love it. And I, I mean, I agree, you know, just who who we surround ourselves with does matter because the, those people that are closest to us do have such an impact and it can be, you know, positive or, you know, not so positive and, or, you know, it could be helpful or not helpful. And um, so, yeah, that's, that's, that's really cool. How, how do you, how do you ladies overcome the imposter syndrome or the self-limiting beliefs or whatever? I learned a I learned a really good lesson about that last year. So for me, I think the imposter syndrome comes out in terms of the expectations I have for myself in goal achievement yeah. and where I think I should be and when. And so of course when I'm not where I think I should be from a timeline standpoint, um I I, I think that's when it kicks in for me. So last year around this time, I, I was, I was dealing with, with some of that and, mm. and I, I felt confident 
that I had good clarity on where I wanted to be. I felt confident about what I was doing, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just I was just really frustrated because I wasn't where I thought I should be at, in terms of the the carrying out out the goals that I thought I should be carrying out. And yeah. so I um I had some conversations with with a few people that uh, like minded people um, like that we like to surround ourselves with with um, a, another mastermind group that I belong to, and so everybody was really encouraging. Jan, you know you can you know you can do this, and yeah. and you know be confident. And I'm thinking to myself, yes, I am confident, but when I think of my vision, I think of I think of myself there right now. And I, mm-hmm. I realized at that point, the, tr- the, the challenge that I was having was I was, I was not recognizing the gap between where I was and where I wanted to be in terms of, I guess you might call it the law of gender yeah. and, and becoming yeah. that person. And I was just, I was being impatient and I was <laughs> being hard on myself that I wasn't there yet. And so the the thing that I found that really worked to get my head back in the right space on on recognizing that that space that growth space was um, gratitude and mm, uh, so remembering good. that everything I'm doing every day is what I love. This is what I want to do, and this is what I love to do, and I am so grateful. And so I had to go back into just some really good um, focus on gratitude and, um, and and trusting the process, the growth process to get there. So yeah. that I think was key for me was, was that gratitude. Love it. I love it. gratitude, man. That's, that's so good. Gratitude is, I think one of the, like the magic elixir sometimes, you know, it's, it really is amazing to how it can help us to get past some of those hurdles. Mm. I love that, Jan. And you know, and you know, David, what I think really tied to me the the, the connection there was uh, when last year at Turning Point. Oh so yeah. So last year was my first time at Turning Point. So doing the the ropes course, or I guess it was more like the telephone pole exercise, where you're mm, climbing yeah. up, and the goal is to stand <laughs> on top of that telephone pole without. Yep anything to pull yourself up and mm-hmm. and what happened my experience with that was the the feeling of wanting to stand up but not being able to do it in the way that you expect to do it oh, but that's good just not not forcing myself to go too quickly was the key that I found for that and all of a sudden I was standing on top of the telephone pole and wow. I, I don't know how I I don't know how that happened. It just happened. And so that sticks in my mind as I'm moving forward towards the the goals that I'm working on, that it's not a linear thing. So I'm kind of a process person. So my brain (laughs) wants things to be very linear, (laughs) but to just trust the process and just be grateful for where I'm at. So I think I just wanted to add that too, just in terms of turning point, how instrumental that was for me. Mm, that's so good. That's so good. So Regina, I'm curious, you know, you talked about limiting beliefs. I'm so curious how you get yourself through those. And, and, and especially, you know, when it pops up, you know, it, maybe like what Jan was talking about. 
oh my gosh, it pops up more times than <laughs> than I care to even talk about. And yet you guys touched on some things that are already so good, the gratitude. I've kept a gratitude journal on and off, mostly on for over 20 years now. I was in my mid twenties when I discovered the power of a gratitude journal. And that is the number one reason why my life is as good as it is. It has nothing to do with material things because that has come and gone in my life. Um, It has to do with being grateful for whatever's happening in my life. And I love that you two spoke into, Andy, you talked about David being your person, what what people give us and what preparation gives us. And I would say that once we, you know, have the preparation, we have the people, we just have to step out on faith. We have to, as Paul has taught every single one of us to jump and build our wings on the way down. One thing that I'll say to myself when I'm, when I'm that close to the edge of, I, I just can't do it. I'm not the right person when I'm, when I'm getting into that headspace, I just will ask myself, what if I wasn't even asked to do this? Like, for example, David, with your summit, when I'm thinking to myself, oh my gosh, I don't know if I'm prepared enough. I don't know if I'm the right person. And then I think for a second, what if David didn't even ask me? Mm. What if I was sitting in the audience today? How would Mm. that make me feel? When I think, oh my gosh, my schedule is so crowded. And I think about, I can't, I can't record one more show. And yeah, then I'll, I'm yeah. sitting there with, with Holly and I'm thinking, what if she wanted to do this with someone else? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I'm thinking about emotional intelligence and Paul could work with anybody. We know that the three of us know, four yeah. of us know he could work with anybody he wants. So yeah. whenever I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I'm not prepared. I'm not equipped. I'm not the right person. I think, oh my gosh, what if he chose to work with someone else? Yeah. And I always remind myself that by the grace of God, go I, mm, you know, God yeah. doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the call. It's and so all of this is building something in me. It's qualifying me to be here. Every step I take, good or mm. bad, right or wrong, even when I fall flat on my face, which still happens, yeah. all of that is qualifying me. And what if I didn't even get the chance at that? How would I feel on the sidelines watching someone else, watching someone else record the shows, speak to all the amazing women that I've had the opportunity to be on stage next to you, David and Andy. Mm. Um, What if that was somebody else asked to do all of that? How would Mm. I feel then? And so something about that snaps it right out of my head that go do this, even if it doesn't work out well for you, because it qualifies me. You know, as you were even speaking, um, I I flashed back to the video that I showed at the beginning of the summit with that little girl at the ski jump. Like for me, that's, that's like being in the growth space and kind of getting outside of your comfort zone, like all wrapped up into like about a two minute video where she's talking to herself and, you know, asking questions, you know, is it, is it any longer, you know, you go faster and And then all of a sudden she goes, okay, here goes something. And then she goes and does it. And, you know, at the end, of course, she's, you know, raising her arm and screaming and like all of the good, but we're, we're so scared at the top, you know, we're at that top of that hill. I, I, I just love that video. It's, it's to me, it almost seems like it's like the, the, the embodiment of, of, of either mm. borrowing somebody's belief, yeah. getting outside of your comfort zone and, and all of that kind of wrapped up into one little one little piece and david i thought about last year because we're all we're in the same six-figure mentor boat 
And I remember getting that email from Megan. It was this time, well, it was early March or maybe late February last year. And I remember getting an email and the subject was six-figure mentor. I didn't read it right away because I thought it was telling us who the six-figure mentors are. Like, finally, we're going to learn who they are. And then (laughs) later that day, I was reading it. And I thought, oh my God, they want me to be a (laughs) six-figure And so I'm talking to Roger. I'm telling my husband, I'm like, oh my God. And I'm going to be alongside of the creme de la creme and maybe I shouldn't be there. And Roger's like, are you going to say no? And I said, I don't think I'm allowed to tell Paul and Megan no. So I'm going to say yes. I don't think I'm allowed to say no. And I was serious. I said, I I could never tell them no. And that goes back to the people part a little bit, right? Because what if they didn't ask me? And even if I have to borrow someone else's belief at first, Mm -hmm. I need to jump. And build yeah. my wings on the way down because what if I were watching all of my friends that are six-figure mentors and I had mm-hmm. never even been asked, yeah. you know, I'm going to root for you all. I'm going to always root for the success of those around me. And yet when one of my dreams is coming true, I just need to say yes. Yeah, I love that. It kind of reminds me of when you talk about Paul and saying yes, it's it's like the answer is yes. Now what's the question? <laughs> what about the same question for you in terms of you know in the, in the time i've known you you've yeah. you know you've you've done some what i would call crazy things you know you, yeah. you know i i think you ran triathlons before i knew you but you know i've yeah. seen i've seen screensaver shots of you hanging off the side of a mountain <laughs> yeah, yeah and you know I, and i've seen screensaver shots with your son hanging off the side of a mountain <laughs> That's um, right. So, you know, what, what's, what's your potential sort of, you know, go to when, when you're, if, and when you face imposter syndrome? Yeah, gosh, you know, um, I will tell you, I think the biggest thing is being around others who are willing to get out, kind of get out on the edge with me. Um, You know, I think that that inspires me and it's kind of like, I feel like I'm not alone. Um, I, I like doing a lot of stuff. I like, I, 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 you know, I probably have that shiny object syndrome, you know, with, built within me because I like doing, you know, kind of fun and some people mm-hmm. might call it crazy things, but I, I, I always like to also see where my potential is. And, and I think it was built into me maybe from, you know, my younger years with my, my dad and my, my grandfather I was really fortunate to have, you know, a couple of people who, you know, just really were growth minded that surrounded me. And I think that, I think for me, it's, it's a lot about who I'm, who I'm hanging out with because um, it, it does inspire me to feel like if, if someone else is going to do it, I know that I can do it too, or at least, you know, at least I'll die trying. (laughs) (laughs) Don't say that hanging off the (laughs) Yeah, no, it's yeah, that's funny. Um, but 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 I think that's it. I mean, I think and and I think that for me, over the maybe even over the last maybe eight to ten years, I've recognized that power of the inner circle. You know, Andy, you and I have been in a mastermind together for, gosh, going on what five years, almost six, yeah, I think. Sure. Yeah. And I know you two have have been a part of it now too. And and um. I think that has made a bigger impact on me than maybe even I realize. Um, and, and and I think too, the other thing is kind of like that little video I was just talking about. 
sometimes you just got to go, you got to start something and, and act on it. You know, I think about turning point, um, last year, well, actually it's be coming up on two years ago when I texted you, Andy, and said, you know, Hey, I just had this kind of crazy wild idea, you know, about, you know, maybe me doing turning point with Paul, what do you think? And, you know, of course, you know, typical, you know, Andy fashion, he asked me a coaching question back and, you know, you know, ha have you asked him and what, <laughs> and I'm like, mm -hmm. uh, no, <laughs> but I guess I'm going to. <laughs> and so anyway, so, you know, I just think that having others who are yeah. around you that will help, you know, coach you, ask you the good questions and then just acting in the face of, I think Regina, you said it, uh, you know, best, you know, just jump and build your wings on the way down. It's like, you know, sign the contract and then figure out how to get it done. And I, there's, there's been so many ways and times in my life and career when honestly that's happened, you know, it's, I, I can think of one current client right now where I kind of said, yes, you know, now what's the question? And it's like, yes, I can, I can do that. Now, yeah. how do we, how are we going to put it together? And um, so I think some of the key is, is just being willing to push past that feeling of fear and, and just kind of like acting in the, in, in the face of it. But um, yeah, I, I think that's a, that's a big, a big thing. I, you know, I, I would also say though, too, that there, there are big challenges that sometimes I think Jan to your, your point earlier about the, the law of gender, you know, we get frustrated. I get frustrated when I'm chasing a, a goal or, a, or, or a challenge and it's not happening as, as fast as I want it to. And, um, you know, I don't know about you guys, but, uh, you know, sometimes that's, that's probably one of my more frustrating times because I know that I, I know that it's, it's, it's inevitable. I'm going to, I'm going to accomplish it. It's just not happening as fast. How, how do you guys get through that? How do you guys like burn through that, that, that law of gender? I think the first point is that it's being an awareness of the law. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and the reason I say that is because I don't think I would have an awareness of, of that law of gender until investing like all of you have in, in being mentored and coached by Paul. Yeah, um, sure. And I can remember as it was yesterday that I was chasing, you know, still am chasing that dream of coming to spend and live more time in, in the U S and and my goal on my on my vision card, you know, what I was reading every night was by January the first, twenty twenty. Yeah. Well, we're recording this on February the twenty first, twenty twenty three, and I'm still not there yet, right? <laughs> um, I am still in the UK when we're talking. You're, you're getting but, closer, though, my friend. <laughs> well, there's the point, right? There's the yeah, brilliant right. point. <laughs> because you know, I got on the call, and and as soon as I said to Paul hello, he said, "What's up with you?" <laughs> <laughs> and I said well you know it's October and you know and January the 1st 2020 is like six weeks away yeah. and I haven't achieved the goal and he said well it's just immortal words he said well are you closer now than when you started Ooh. I went oh yeah yeah like you know and he said well tell me why it's like well I've done this and I've done this and I've done this and I've done that yeah um and then of course he's finished those immortal words when he said you know when we set a goal, it's important that we set a goal, but at best we're guessing. <laughs> yes. You know, we're, set, we're setting a goal because we obviously want to measure how far we're moving and progressing. Yeah. But it was those, you know, you know how are you near? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is so good. And it's that like, you know, and 
you know, at best we're guessing. And oh, you wouldn't believe how many times I've taught that now. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Uh, I'm gonna use well, that on my class. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so it is, it's just awareness again. And you know, aren't we blessed to hang out with the people that we hang out with for sure? Because I wouldn't have even known what the law of gender was and how important yeah, it was um, yeah. to, to recognize that everything has a gestation period. We know we know what it is for a human being. We know what it is for a sheep or a giraffe. Mm-hmm. But we don't know what it is for our, for our goal. At best, we're guessing. So good. That's so, so good. good. Although I'm sure it should have happened by now. But <laughs> Exactly, exactly. I've done this, Definitely. this, and this. Well, that should happen, but it doesn't. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's not necessarily like that. For sure. Such yeah. a good And don't you think, I mean, like I, I can relate to that too. Like I, I'm sure without surrounding myself with, with you all and um, everybody that I've been blessed to, to have along in my journey, I, I, I think it would have been very easy to give up. Mm-hmm. Very, yeah. very sure. on so not understanding and having that awareness of the law of gender. It's, mm-hmm. it's, really it's really really key it's been very key for me for sure yeah well i think that even just understanding so many of the the laws you know of the universe you know kind of thinking about like even the law of polarity so i i i never really understood you know like well look if i'm at a low point or an ebb in my business then that must mean that there's another part of my business that's a flow and so I just got to get to, you know, kind of get, let the pendulum swing back that other way. And, you know, so being able to recognize that as well as the law of gender is, is so important, I think, for, for, for leaders everywhere. And is really being able to help. I mean, I, to me, that those are a couple of the things that help me kind of push through those, those tough times. And, and, and I think, David, that knowing that failure is part of the process, however, however you define failure, exactly. for, for, for those of us in the growth space all the time, the yeah. way that we are, it just means that way didn't work. That time didn't work. So good. But, but really failure is success's constant companion. I hate that I'm saying that right now. Because oh, I, I don't like it. I don't want to have anything to do with it. And yet over the last couple of years, <laughs> I could swear on my life that there could, it can be no other way. It, yeah. it can be no other way. And I would do right. anything if that were not the truth. I would yeah. do anything for that not to be true. And I yeah. think that when you embrace that, not just intellectually, how many times have we had Paul or other mentors say that to us? And I'm like, yeah. okay, I get that intellectually check. But yep. when you're living and breathing in that space of moving on to that next level and that next level and you fall and, or you fail a little bit, it can be crushing for a moment. And yep. yet it's like, okay, this is part of it. This is what yeah. qualifies me because I'm a person that will continue to act in the face of failure when there's so many people that won't. Mm. To me, that's, yeah. that's what qualifies me. That mm-hmm. is what beats down the limiting beliefs. That's what beats down the imposter syndrome. Most adults, unfortunately, will make a move and will fail. And they'll say, well, that's it. I'm done. I'm good. Mm-hmm. And those of us in the growth space, the people that the four of us are so privileged to work with and to hang out with, we keep going. And that's yeah. the qualification. That's what it is right there. And I mm. forgive me, people watching and listening. <laughs> I wish it were that way. <laughs> no. I don't want I don't want to fail anymore. I just know that I'm going to have to on the way where I'm traveling where I want to go. And, and Regina, even worse, 
people will not take the step in the direction of their dreams because they think they're going to fail. Right. So they right. don't even take the first step because they're concerned about failure. And it's like, you know, again, like we've been taught, of course you're going to fail, right? So necessary, yeah. right. as you eloquently said, it's a necessary part of the process. Exactly. Mm -hmm. When someone will say something to Paul on these mentorship calls on Zoom <laughs> or something, and he'll say, oh, aren't you cute? Aren't you well, cute? Of course you're going right. to fail. And I, I just imagine that he's saying that to me when I don't want to act. And you'll hear Paul's voice, oh, aren't you cute if you fail? Well, of course <laughs> you're going to fail. Yeah. Oh, I I think, and I think it's just a human reaction to even, yeah, not not want to step forward. It's like we want to wait for that lottery to win the lottery. Yeah. for example like yeah, well yeah. what well how many people are still rich five years after they win the lottery that's right because they they're not they they can't handle it they haven't created mm -hmm. the, the systems and the thought processes and yeah. the foundation to be able to manage that type mm -hmm. of windfall and so i think practically in my mind that comes to my mind like okay well I did, I know I don't want to win the lottery of, of success with my business. I, I want to, I don't want to grow too quickly where I, I lose it all very quickly. So yeah. that helps me lean into the process of, of just taking that next step and then Ooh, that's good. next yeah. step and then mm -hmm. taking that next step. I have to build that vision and remind myself, I don't want to go too quickly because yeah it could come yeah. crashing down so fast without having that foundation of growth in the process. Jan, that's, that's so good because, you know, I, it, it actually takes me back to a point in time where, you know, I was part of a startup company and we had on our kind of our vision board, this really big client. I mean, big client, like it would have like changed everything. And at the end of the day, we didn't get this client. We, we got it eventually, but we didn't get it when we thought we were going to get it. And thank God it didn't happen because to your point, we would have imploded. We weren't ready for that kind of a client with tens of thousands of people to, to manage and, you know, manage, manage screenings and manage, you know, um, you know, enrollments and registrations and, and all of that stuff. We weren't ready for it yet. So it took us a, a period of time to be able to build those processes and structures and 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 um, ability to to actually take that kind of a client. And so I think, you know, that point is really important for us to be able to learn that we just got to keep taking the next step. And it doesn't have to be a, even a big step. You know, Andy and I taught at, at Turning Point that, you know, moving in the direction of your dream. It doesn't say, you know, take a big step or, uh, you know, a, a little step or a medium step. It just says, take a step, you know? And so whatever that means to be able to take that step. And I hope the people that are listening are kind of hearing this common theme that it's, it does take action. And, you know, yes, we all have our visions. We all have our, our, our pictures of growth that we want to, to see and who we want to be. And, and what we want to do and what we want to have, but it also takes the doing part. So who do we need to be? So that means we got to do something. And, and I think that taking that one step is, you know, so key, even in despite, you know, the, the fact that we might fail. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Base hits. Let's, let's go for those base hits. We <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, yeah especially as, 
especially as, as as spring breaks getting ready to start here, you know, or it is starting, you know, it's a great analogy, Jim. I love it. <laughs> Just need to get base hits. Yeah, get get people on base because once we get those bases loaded, even another hit's going to bring one home. And and that's what it really, you know, really is key. And so I, I hope the leaders that are listening start to kind of pick up on some of these themes and some of these principles because it's really not about, you know, hitting the home run or, yeah. or, or getting it all in, in one, you know, fell swoop, but it is, it's really the ability to overcome obstacles to, um, you know, keep going despite setbacks and really being able to, to pursue our, our dreams and our visions. We were discussing last week as we shared with that in our inner circle group, you know, purpose, vision, yeah. goals. Yes, yes. Um, and I, I would I would never be critical of that teaching because it's a brilliant teaching, but actually purpose, vision, goals, and then you've got to <laughs> got to take action, right? That's right. There's gotta be another there's gotta be another step after setting a goal. Right. And and after setting the goal, you know, whatever the goal is, as we've just been talking about, you've you've got to take that first step. You've got to act, you've got to be intentional, you've got to move forward, because otherwise mm -hmm. It's just a vision board, right? Or it's just a goal board, you know. It's just that is so good. Um, yeah. Well, you've got to, you've got to, you know, whatever your goal is, you know, each day or each week, you've got to be taking one step forward to take you closer. Other, otherwise, it can just end up, you know, as you teach in your culture space, David. You know, yeah. You know, otherwise, it's just a pretty vision on a wall, or you know, a yeah. set of goals that just are not coming to life. That's exactly right. Yeah, you have to. And I think Andy, and, and having said that, Andy, I think that people also want to remember, you know, everybody watching, what, whatever your role is in your company, in your life, that we weren't meant to go alone. The, yeah, the four of us so have spoken true. into, you know, how much other people matter, who you surround yourself with matters your environment, because the truth is, if we could have done it on our own, we would have, most of us right. cannot. Right. And we weren't designed yeah. that way, you know, yeah. in our brains, our brains were designed for social interaction. I've learned a lot right. about this through emotional intelligence. Yeah. Yeah, and sure. there's just something magical that happens when our brain meets up with other brains and then there's mm -hmm. that interlocking that happens and when it's positive and when it's growth-minded it is such a force for good in our lives that i yeah. think we sometimes can take that for granted or just miss it that the yeah. power of connecting with other mm -hmm. people and i don't think the four of us could say that any mm -hmm. more than any more than we already have that that is if that might even be step one. I don't know yeah. if we're keeping score, we're keeping track of where they fall, <laughs> but other people are just key because we were not meant to go it alone. And I, th yeah. I, 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 I just think you can miss that as a, mm -hmm. as a solopreneur or as, a, as an intended yep. entrepreneur. You know, that when you, when you start out on your own, you start out on your own, right? You know, you That's start right. out, if you, I think most of us have, have come from a, a corporate background where you are surrounded yeah. by people mm -hmm. and you might be part of a team. And then all of a sudden you, you, you make this intentional step to say, not doing that anymore. I want to go and do something, you know, by, for myself, by myself, mm -hmm. my own business. Right. Right. But that's, that's a really quick lesson to learn, right? You as a solopreneur, as an entrepreneur, at, at, at some point, really quite quickly, you'll realize, as you eloquently spoke into Regina, you can't do this alone. It will, you know, it will put a lid on, you know, in your on your potential, on your business's potential, yeah. um, for sure. And you'll get burnout, and yeah, mm -hmm. you, you can't go it alone for sure. Yeah. And 
in the world of business. And again, I know we were speaking about that a lot last week, David, in terms of, yeah. you know, having an awareness of some people that have built a significant business. Right. And now feel like they've got, and now it appears that they've got some sort of lid on their business, even though the lid might be two or $3 million. Right. Right. You know, yeah. they have they haven't got that, you know, that external board of directors that they might go to or those that inner circle of people of confidence where they where they probably need to start to hang out to get that support and that growth mindset to move forward again. And that takes I mean, that takes an ability and a willingness to actually open up and 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 sometimes even just not sometimes all the time, let go and let go of control. I mean, we have to have, you know, obviously proper controls as our controller extraordinaire Jan would say, we do have to have proper control, especially around finances, but I mean, control over the, you know, the, 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 the things that we're doing, maybe even the ways that we're doing things, letting go, I think is, you know, such an important lesson for, for, you know, any business owner, any entrepreneur, any leader to really, to really understand because, unless they let go, they can't really truly empower their people. You know, they can't really truly live that, that law of, of empowerment. Um, you know, as John Maxwell would say, um, you know, in his, in his leadership laws. And, and I think that letting go then helps us to be able to see that it isn't all about us. So good. Well, Hey, I know we are coming up on our time here, uh, together. But man, this has been such a great conversation. And, and I guess I, I, I hope that our, our listeners are capturing some, some takeaways. And I guess let's just maybe kind of go, what's, what's maybe go around the, the horn here and one, one last time. And you know, what's one last thing of, of all of the things that we've talked about here today, what's one piece of advice that you would give to a leader, uh, an entrepreneur, a business owner, um, that will help them to stay in that growth space, no matter where they are in the spectrum of, you know, of leadership or no matter where they are in, in, in terms of even their growth and, and where they are in their season of life? What's, what's maybe one thing that, that comes to your mind? I always, I'll, love, I'll jump in. I always love hearing about the one thing. It's one of my favorite books. <laughs> I love it. Yes, absolutely. Go for it, Jen. <laughs> Yeah, I would say um, uh, one of the pieces pieces of advice, and I need to just remind myself of this constantly, is um, that that I won't I won't ever arrive if I if I'm having the expectation that I I need to arrive and then I'll be there, mm-hmm. then I need to rethink, go back and 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 get my uh, my head kind of repositioned, my thinking so repositioned because. Um, you won't arrive. It's a growth process and it's a continuous process. And so yeah. that's what I would like to just share with everyone. And just talking with all of you today, just mm. reminds me of that as well. It's a continuous process. Gosh, Jan, that's Ooh. so good. I wish, I wish my 20 year old self could <laughs> hear that because <laughs> yes. I thought I was going to arrive, you know, and, and <laughs> not. I thought that oh. yesterday and I had to remind <laughs> myself. So <laughs> I'm glad I'm not alone. Love that, Jan. I love that. Regina, what about you? 
I would say, oh, I, I, I love that, by the way, Jan. Um, and I, I love that you use this moment to, to, to give out a piece of advice that you yourself are working on. And so it's really the same for me. Failure is success's constant companion. I, mm. I have had to beat that. And when I say beat that in my head, I mean beat that into my head because that's the one that that's that has been sneaking up on me, especially so much in this in this last year, year and a half. I have to tell myself that when I don't do it well, when I fall a bit, when it's not quite where I want it to be, that that is part of the process. Mm-hmm. And I, I just can't speak into that enough that sometimes that's enough to make us want to run screaming and hiding back under the desk. And I mean, I've actually hidden under my desk before. Um, that is part of it. You're on the right track. Failure means just keep going that way didn't work. And just like Jan, I have to remind myself of that more than I care to admit. I love it. Love it. Thank you. Thank you, Regina. Andy, what about you, my friend? I think I would just continue the theme of one of the things we've talked about so often in in this time together. Um, And the word I think for me would be relationships. I Mm. just... I, for me, everything rises and falls on relationships. You know, yeah. we 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 wouldn't have some of the challenges we've got in the world right now if 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 some of the senior leaders in the world were were intentional about building a relationship instead of potentially breaking a relationship. For me, it's what makes the world go round, and and I think you have to you have to be really intentional about your relationships, which makes it linked to you know who you surround yourself with is really important. Um, and again, I'm going to steal a line from my mentee. You know, that has to show up. It has to show up in your date book. It has to show up in your checkbook. Yes. And if, it, if it's not showing up in one of those two places, you're probably not being as intentional about your relationships as you could be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I often get asked by, you know, normally via email or via Facebook, you know, what, you know, what are you doing back in the United States again? You know, have you not been enough? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I used to hear it when we you know we used to get together in, in the John Maxwell team. What, sure. what was the reason why I kept coming back to the John Maxwell team and now the Empowered Living team year after year after year? I don't think it was because I was dumb and stupid after a while, because the con- the content certainly, you know, at IMC started to become similar. Mm-hmm. But I didn't come for the content. I came for the people. The people. And I, I came to be around all of you and everybody else that was there that became such close friends. Um so that's what, you know, it's so easy to say, you know, what are you doing going, going to the States again? And why are you being around those people that, you know, the evidence is here just on this on this call? Andy, um, that's so good. And that's was. exactly what it is. That's why anytime I get the opportunity to be around the three of you, you and the rest of our Empowered Living family, I jump at that opportunity. Yeah, you all do. I mean, so you're so right about that. I was in Florida seven times last year. <laughs> yeah. And it was because I was going there to meet someone or I was going there to hang out with Paul and Holly or there was an event. Yeah. And that yeah. is exactly what it's about. Before we started recording, I'm like, Angie, when are you going back to Florida? I want to hijack that trip. <laughs> I mean, I would Love do it. anything to surround myself with the three of you yeah. uh, and, and the, this rest of this community that we have built. So, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, Andy, well done on the relationships. Yeah, we, wouldn't, so, we wouldn't be on this call right if we all four of us exactly. weren't intentional about it you know so david, right. david would have been you know who can i get on a call to discuss this it's like oh i don't yeah. know anybody so the call doesn't happen right. i got on the right. call because of who it because of the three right. of you it was david yeah. that asked it's 
It's a chance to be with Jan and Andy. Well, of course, my internet's in and out, but let me pull out my iPad. You know, (laughs) that's right. Overcoming challenges, right? (laughs) Overcoming challenges. (laughs) Exactly. I wasn't gonna miss it because I couldn't be on my laptop and I couldn't look the way that I wanted to. And I've got this stupid little small because I'm on my iPad. No, no, no. It's David. It's Jan. It's Andy. Of course, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, that's so good. That's so good. Well, I have to say thank you to, to each one of you for just, you know, kind of hanging out here with me today and, and allowing, you know, our audience to, to listen in as well, because I think that, you know, too often times people look at leaders or look at coaches, look at um, some of us as like, hey, we've got it all together. And, and honestly, we're just along on the journey as well. And, and, and if I could maybe even answer my own question that I asked each of you, I think one of the things that as I look at what we've talked about here today, and as a, you know, recovering, uh, you know, achiever, I, I have to say, I, you know, measure the gain and, and, and not the gap, because so oftentimes I know in my past and and, and, you know, even sometimes today, I look at how far I've yet to go, where I want to be, and, and, and I, I have to instead turn around. And I think you might have even said it too, Andy, is like, look at how far you've come. Look at where I started and, and where am I today? And because of those little steps that I took, those, you know, those investments that I made in myself, the people that I've surrounded myself with. Um, you know, I, I, I get to enjoy a, a thriving business that, that makes an impact and that it serves people um, and companies, you know, quite literally all over, all over the world. And so for that, I'm extremely grateful. And, and, um, and so, you know, oftentimes I will, at the end of my podcast, I'll kind of like recap some of the learnings. But again, I'm doing something totally different uh, today and, and in this session. And so, I'm going to ask you, our listeners, what are what are your takeaways? What are the things that you heard today from the four of us? And I want you to, to just do me a favor, shoot a note to david at davidmcglennon.com and let me know what you're taking away. Because number one, it helps me to know that you know we're reaching people. Number two, it helps me to also know um, what's resonating and, and what you're taking away from, from each episode. And maybe if you like this kind of a format, um, because it's something that I'm, I'm really kind of digging. It's, it's kind of been fun to be able to try some, some new things, you know, kind of going back to my personality. I like, you know, trying new (laughs) things. (laughs) So, um, but as I always say at the end of the podcast, uh, make sure you go out, um, subscribe so that you don't miss an episode, please subscribe. Give us a five-star rating. And if you you would, would be so kind to give us a review, um, that just helps us out to, to reach more people, make a bigger impact. And um, we always want to be able to help people to grow. And that's really what this podcast is, is all about. So until next time, uh, be intentional uh, and stay in that growth space, my friends, and be well. Mm-hmm.